Hi, this is Coach Tory from Everything Fast Pitch. Wanted to do a quick little review of the NCAA Division I Regionals and a quick look at the Super Regional matchups coming up. All I can say, if this was not the craziest Sunday in the history of regional softball play, I can't possibly imagine uh, anything crazier. We saw all kinds of stuff that happened. Very amazing comebacks, performances, some questionable calls some crazy coaching decisions, some players and coaches getting ejected. It just had a little bit of everything, including some crazy strong performances, some things that I think we'll be talking about for years to come. Of course, Sunday was the big payoff, but it started earlier in the weekend with the biggest upset, I believe, in the history of the regional super, super regional format when UCLA was knocked out by Grand Canyon and Liberty, but we'll uh, talk about that region here again in a second. But it was just a crazy, crazy couple of days and very, very exciting and uh, obviously a lot of great softball on TV. So first off, let's look at Oklahoma. They rolled through their regional. Really not a surprise that they did. They dominated in every aspect and uh, continue to roll along. And they will be facing off against Clemson, who won their regional. Clemson was pushed to the seventh game. Auburn forced game seven. This was a very highly talked about and thought about uh, region. And a lot of people were talking about whether Auburn really deserved to be the, the uh, region host. There was a lot of talk about that, but Clemson came back and uh, performed really well in uh, game seven. And they get the honor and duty of going to Oklahoma to play uh, the Sooners. Clemson has player of the year finalist Valerie Cagle, who is you know obviously a dominant uh, two-way player. Um, and Oklahoma obviously has dominated this season from uh, from the get-go. So that's going to be a, a great super regional. Obviously, uh, Clemson uh, has got their work cut out for them. But, uh, as we saw this weekend, crazier things have happened. Where crazier things have happened? Uh, San Diego State won the UCLA regional. One of the most heartwarming things to me this weekend was to see uh, former UCLA great and now San Diego State head coach Stacy Neuvman-Denise make it finally to the super regional round and to do it on the field where she was arguably one of the greatest players in the history of college softball uh, where she launched her olympic career obviously was a crazy set of circumstances but san diego state uh, beat liberty on sunday and emerged from that region and obviously you know most of us had penciled ucla in uh, ucla took it uh, on the nose in in the first two games of the regional um, and uh, if you're interested in our opinion, we talk about the, the UCLA situation a little bit on our Everything Fast Pitch podcast this week. If you want to hear a little old coach insight into uh, that situation, uh, you can certainly tune in there. But uh, Utah did a great job in their region. Uh, they continue to be a very, very hot team. Um, this should be a very interesting super regional. Utah gets to host now the super regional. So San Diego State will be making the trip up there. Um, and I think it's it's going to be a a three-game battle. San Diego State has proven that they've got the team that can compete with anybody, and Utah obviously is one of the hottest teams in the country, so I think that's going to be a really fun, fun super regional. Florida State was pushed to Game 7. They needed to uh, come back uh, and win Game 7. Uh, South Carolina pushed them and uh, beat them in the first game on Sunday, and then in typical, what would you expect anything different from Catherine Sandercock territory? She steps up in probably the most meaningful, most important, most challenging, most difficult situation you could face on the verge of 
getting knocked out of the tournament on your home field for the second year in a row with all the ghosts and, and, and all the different intrigue that was attached to that, steps up and pitches a perfect game. So we've talked about Catherine Sandercock on our Everything Fast Pitch podcast a couple of times this year just because I think she's some, a very, very special player. But obviously what she did uh, with her back against the wall in that uh, regional speaks very highly of her and their team. So Florida State wins the uh, Florida State Regional and now will be hosting University of Georgia. Georgia had an amazing weekend in, in Athens. They were hitting the ball like crazy, a ridiculous number of home runs. Sydney Chambly might be the hottest player in the country right now um, coming off of that regional performance, but they had their normal murderer's row of hitters. And uh, the uh, dogs will be taking the trip down to Tallahassee to play Florida State in the Super Regional. And I think this is going to be a very interesting uh, challenge and battle. Um, I'm obviously pulling for UGA in a lot of ways because of uh, my history with Sarah Mosley and uh, Coach Don's history with Sidney Chambly. But obviously, Florida State's a very formidable team. I think this is going to be a very entertaining, super regional to watch. You've got two great teams that are just playing really well at the right time of the year. Then we have the uh, uh, Tennessee Regional, where Tennessee took care of business. They rolled through um, and and pretty much uh, took care of uh, business in order. They uh, obviously are a strong team and and deserve that number four seed and number four ranking heading into the tournament. And they'll be facing the other UT as Texas comes to town. Texas was challenged uh, in stretches during their regional, but ended up uh, you know winning it in, in straight sets. And obviously has got a very talented young team. Um, there's a, a lot of uh, interest in this regional, um, you know, and a lot of orange going to be in the stands. You know, Tennessee's proven that they've got the pitching staff and an awful lot of offense. So I think that they would be my favorite to win this super and to get back to Oklahoma City. But Texas proved last year that when you count them out or you don't give them uh, the credit that they think that uh, is due to them, that they're a team that can rise up and beat anybody. So I think that going to be a great super regional and, and obviously. Uh, looking forward to that one. So the controversy going into the regionals was Alabama being the number five seed. Alabama was able to win their region, but it certainly was a battle. Middle Tennessee State pushed them to the wall. Alabama came up clutch in game seven, certainly was pushed, and, and Middle Tennessee deserves a lot of credit. They played an amazing bunch of softball down in Tuscaloosa, which I can tell you from personal experience is not an easy place to play. Definitely not an easy place to to beat Alabama. Obviously, for Alabama to emerge um, and and get out of that regional was was a great accomplishment. We're all hopeful that uh, Montana Fouts will be able to get back into some form of her normal, usual self for the Super Regionals. But uh, Alabama's other pitchers were able to weather the storm and and put together enough uh, strong outings uh, during the regional round to advance, uh, where they'll now be hosting Northwestern. Northwestern was also pushed in some games. There was some controversy and some close plays and some stuff that happened in that regional, but Northwestern took care of business. They, I think, were grossly underseeded as the 12 seed going into the regional, uh, but uh, they are taking care of business. Now they get the opportunity to go to Alabama, and obviously this one's going to hinge on one very simple fact. If Montana Fouts is pitching, I think Alabama's got a chance to make it to uh, the College World Series. If she's not, I think Northwestern gets a big leg up and obviously might uh, be my pick. So I think the uh, 
doctor's reports and the injury report is going to have a lot to do with who uh, you're going to be looking at to come out of that super regional. The next one was Oklahoma State. Uh, They were able to take care of business on their home field. Again, uh, some highly competitive games, you know, some comebacks and some uh, craziness that took place. They certainly appear to be regaining their form a little bit, and they took care of business in their regional. Uh, They'll be facing Oregon. Oregon pulled off the upset and uh, managed to emerge from their from their regional. They were clearly another team that could have been in the mix to be a host team. Uh, ended up having to go to Arkansas and uh, were able to take care of business there. They they handled Arkansas fairly easily when you look at the scores. But when you watch the games, the games were a lot closer and just kind of got away um, at the end. But uh, Oregon is obviously a team that we've been pulling for. And uh, they will be making the trip to Oklahoma State. And I think that's going to be a very interesting super regional. But I think you have to go with Oklahoma State in that one. So the next one is the craziest one. University of Washington was able to amass one of the most ridiculous, craziest, uh, shocking upset to come from behind wins. Um, They were down 6 nothing in the seventh inning to a very tough, very strong McNeese State team and put together one of those rallies that we all hear about, that we all see periodically in the course of our lives, which you just never really expected to happen on such a big stage. They scored seven runs in the top of the seventh and then held on to win. Heartbreaking loss for McNeese State. They showed what kind of program they have and what kind of players they have. And it was really close to setting up a very unusual super regional, but uh, with Washington coming back and winning, They will now get to host, and they'll get to host University of Louisiana. The Ragin' Cajuns were able to upset LSU in the most controversial, most shocking of regionals. A lot of different things happened. If you want an in-depth rundown on exactly all the stuff that happened in that region, I would strongly recommend that you listen to the In the Circle podcast. Eric and uh, Victor do a really good job of running through all the different circumstances and plays. From what I saw, it was just a really strong back-and-forth game, but a lot of high emotion and something that I thought was really interesting to hear. You know, that's one of those regionals that is plagued by the rules that limit the amount of travel and and the the geography of of scheduling, and that uh, the UL and LSU region, those two teams have squared off against each other more than any other teams in the history of this format. You know, it's really interesting when you listen to it because the coaches and players clearly respect each other and, and the rivalry is is real, but it's not a angry rivalry. But when you look at the fan bases, then it certainly turns to a different thing. And so listening to the people involved and hearing the story, I think, was very, very interesting. So again, the In the Circle podcast does a really good job of breaking that down in much more depth than I'm going to go into here. But that's going to be a very interesting regional. But I would say UW is in a position now with the way they came back the way they won that game, if that's not an omen that they should be playing for the national championship, I don't know what is. So I'm going to say UW's going to come out of that super, but ULL will make it interesting. And you got to give Coach Jerry Glasgow credit for one thing above all else. He really knows his team. He knows how to push the buttons. He knows when to make switches and changes, when to change pitchers, when to make defensive substitutions. It was a master class in watching that kind of stuff work. But of course, you know, the players have to step up and do it when you give them the opportunity. And it was a really cool thing to see. So the last was Duke and Stanford. Duke won their region. Uh, they again had some controversy in, in the uh, last game with Charlotte. 
but came away with the win and took care of business in some closer than we probably would have expected games in their region. And they'll be hosting Stanford. Stanford really looked good, took care of business against Florida in the Stanford Regional. Florida was, for the first time in Tim Walton's history, a force to take their show on the road for the regionals. And Stanford took care of business against them. And again, you know, the games were pretty close for a little bit, and then Stanford pulled away down the stretch. But Stanford is appearing to really hit their stride here for the postseason. And I would say I think Stanford's going to pull the upset and be the team to come out of that super regional and make the trip to Oklahoma City. So if I have to pick right now, um, I would say that the eight teams that I would anticipate seeing in Oklahoma City are Oklahoma, Utah. I'm going to say UGA just because that's who I'm pulling for. I mean, I want Georgia to get there, but my mind is telling me that Florida State's going to win. Uh, Tennessee, I think Northwestern, I think Oklahoma State, I think Washington, and I think Stanford. So I think we're going to have a very strong Pac-10 and Big 12 feel at the uh, Women's College World Series, but it's going to be a lot of fun to see how the Super Regionals uh, play out. As we talk about all the time, Please make sure you watch all the games that you can, support the games and the broadcasts. It's crucial for all of us to support the games on TV so that we get more games on TV. So check out the Everything Fast Pitch podcast this week and Coach Prep. And uh, thank you very much for uh, taking some time to listen to an old coach's thoughts about craziness that we saw in the regionals.